This is Mark Martin, Pro Angler. You're listening to Outdoor Adventures with Jason. Welcome to Outdoor Adventures with Jason. Each week, I bring the world of hunting, fishing, and conservation to you. From the great hunting and fishing opportunities found in the Americas to the dream safaris located on the dark continent beyond. I'll introduce you to those who are already out in the field living every outdoor enthusiast's dream, as well as outfitters and gear manufacturers that can make those dreams your reality. Racks, offering the coolest bow hanger on the market. Display your bow with pride in your house, your garage, or anywhere you'd like. We carry most major brands while also offering a custom service if you have an idea or logo of your own that you'd like made into a hanger. Use them to display your traditional bow, compound bow, or even your crossbow. They also work great for hanging your hunting gear, your bags, or hats. Not to mention the design just looks plain awesome all by themselves. A Rax hanger makes for a great gift for that special hunter in your life. Go to RaxInc.com to see some of the available designs or contact us to discuss the custom hanger of your own. For listeners of the Outdoor Adventures with Jason podcast, use the promo code PODCAST and get 15% off your first order. Rax, show off your passion. Welcome to this episode of Outdoor Adventures with Jason. Today I've got Gina Wiseman on. Gina is one of the co-owners, pro staff of EP Adventures TV, which is a television show out of the Grand Rapids, Michigan area that is coming back to the television for viewers to watch in southwestern Michigan. And Gina, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Jason. How are you? Real good. I really appreciate you being on the show. We've had Scott on the show, obviously, and he's a hoot to talk with, but now I want to get the brains of the operation on the show. Right. That would be me. <laughs> Tell me, how long have you been hunting? So actually, I just started hunting when I met Scott. So that's been about seven years now. My grandpa and my dad hunted when I was young, but it wasn't anything I really saw much of. I've always kind of had a little interest, you know, um, here and there. Um, I used to ask my old you know, friends that were guys that hunted, you know, hey, take me out, take me out. But no one ever really thought I was serious, thought I'd talk too much. So I actually didn't even have the opportunity until I met Scott. You've gone from a complete novice to a television host and, and personality. That's that's quite a jump up. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. And uh, something you probably didn't even envision yourself going into? Absolutely not, no. And actually, most people that know me never would have envisioned me doing this either. You've hunted all over Michigan for all sorts of species, and you, you primarily bow hunt, correct? Yes, yes. I yeah, I rarely gun hunt. I just it's just not something that I'm too interested in. But I mean, I have. But yeah, bow hunting is primarily what I do. And so you never picked up a bow until you you knew Scott. Then is that correct? That is absolutely correct. I had never picked up a bow. Yeah. That's awesome because I shoot with a crossbow and mm-hmm. I've bought a brand new bow and getting ready to learn how to use it. But honestly, I'm I'm actually kind of afraid to go out and shoot it, be, not because of hurting myself or anything, but because I don't know where that darn arrow is going to go. So, And I watch you clipping stuff with your bow all the time and I'm like, all right, there's hope. <laughs> yeah, I actually started off with a crossbow and that was the first thing. I just thought that maybe that would be, you know, kind of easier for me to kind of transition into things. So I really enjoyed my crossbow, but then I just had this real big itch for the compound. So I actually shoot both. I love them both. So what's your favorite animal to hunt? I would say white-tailed deer, for sure. I'm going to have some pictures and also links to EP Adventure TV's website as well as your Instagram page. And you aren't kidding, you've taken some massive bucks. 
yeah, I'm, I'm pretty proud with, with what I've um, encountered and was able to, to produce for sure. I know I've seen some video of you before using your shotgun to take turkeys. Have you ever tried to take one with a, a bow before? That seems like a heck of a challenge. Yeah, I mean, most of the time I use my gun, and I have um, for the last seven years, except for there was one time when I did want to try something different and I wanted to use my bow. So I, I, I did happen about two years ago. I got um, a really big tom with, with my bow. Oh, neat. Now, was that like a was that a fall or a spring hunt? Um, that was a spring hunt. Okay. I, I usually do the spring hunt, yeah. So you said Scott was out checking, cleaning up scrapes or freshening up scrapes? Yep, he's actually right now out there, and uh, he's uh, checking the scrapes and freshening them up right now. Oh, okay. That year-round keeps you busy, I guess. I would I would think that takes you and keeps you real busy keeping everything all freshened up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a all-year-round type thing. Got to keep up on it. You like to do archery. Tell me about the bow you're shooting right now. We just partnered up with Matthews, and I'm going to be shooting the uh, Stoke. So I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, sweet. I've heard great things about Matthews. I, you know, I had a friend that shot him, and he swore up and down that that's the only bow he yeah. would ever own. I myself have never used one, but I know their bows have just a, a really strong following. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've actually never shot one, but Scott has always in the past shot Matthews, but I personally have not, and I'm really excited to do it. Oh, I bet. It's always kind of neat to get your hands on something new. Oh, yeah. And one of the tenets of EP Adventures TV is, you guys, you're hunting for the most part a lot of public land, aren't you? Yeah, Scott and I hunt, oh goodness, almost, I mean, 90% is, almost 100% is public land. I mean, we don't own any of our own land, and so that's pretty much what, what we do. Scott grew up, you know, hunting on public land, and yeah, I mean, it's more of a challenge. It's harder to pattern the deer. I mean, we enjoy it. We, we love a good challenge, and I think we've done pretty good at it. You know, you, people are able to go to your Facebook page. You and Scott just brought home a couple of deer from the taxidermist that were public land deer. Tell me a little bit about those two deer. So those were ones that we shot a couple of years ago now. So I shot um, a 10 point. That was with my crossbow. That one, that was a really, that was a really awesome, awesome hunt. Scott, he shot a really nice, mature, it was an 11 point, 11 or 12 point. I lose track, too many points. So, I mean, really, really great. You guys are backed by a lot of good sponsors. And I know you both mm-hmm. are Rage Broadhead fans. When you shot those deer, both were archery deer, correct? Yes, they were. Using Rage broadheads? Yeah, Rage is all we use. We we love Rage. I've not used expandable broadheads before. I'm a fixed broadhead Mm -hmm. kind of person. I've seen some Rage ones that look really pretty good, and and their new extreme seems to cover both sides of the, the gamut. Right. When you're getting ready, tell me a little bit about some of the equipment. We know you're using Rage broadheads. You said it's kind of hard to pattern the deer, but you've got to have some way you're looking in there and trying to find them. I mean, it can't be just sitting there in luck of the draw that they happen to walk by, is it? No, not, no. I mean, Scott's always been a really good scouter. So we start early. I mean, we, you know, we get out there in the spring and we're, we're like scouting new spots and um, just looking for you know, different deer signs. And um, so, I mean, we're literally scouting the end of spring, summer. We're just doing a lot of scouting and, and figuring out where, you know, what's going on in the area, the different deer signs. You know, we, we also use, you know, some trail cameras. He's just really good at it. I mean, Scott's a natural. And so I'm really, 
I'm really fortunate to have has him have him as a partner because he's I mean he just kind of grew up doing this and he's just amazing at it. So oh, that's really good because yeah, I look at these deer and I'm like, gosh, they've got to be out there at least getting an idea of what's living in the area. So you go out, you do in the public lands, which is really a you know I, I've spent a number of years living in Texas and I always say, what's the one thing Texas doesn't have? And that's for the most part public hunting land. Uh, with almost everything okay. being private. And that's one of the beautiful things about Michigan is there's, what, thousands and thousands of acres of public land that you, I, and everybody mm-hmm. can just use. Yeah, for sure. And it makes it a little difficult because, I mean, there are so many um, hunters out there on the public land. I think that's what discourages a lot of people from going out there. Um, they might think that the mature bucks aren't out there or they're they're not going to have any luck, but that's so untrue. Scott and I are you know, living proof that they're out there. You just kind of have to work a little harder, harder for them. I'm looking at the pictures right now and I'm just in awe of, of these deer and ones that a lot of people would look and say, oh, those had to have been on a, on a ranch, you know, or on a, a mm-hmm. farm. And no, they, they're all public land animals. Yeah, absolutely. We've never hunted anything off a ranch as far as like a deer or anything like that. So yeah, those are all public land with with a couple exceptions. I mean, you know, a couple we've had permission to hunt, you know, some private property, but um, for the majority are public land. Well, but in what I mean is it's all been just low fenced public land or just farm fields and stuff that you're hunting. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yep. Now tell me a little bit about, as you guys get in, this is as as we record this, we're getting ready to roll up on on Michigan's spring turkey season. Mm-hmm. I know it looks like you are pretty lethal out there in the turkey woods. Yeah, I love turkey hunting. Where Scott and I hunt, there are turkeys everywhere. This will be my seventh year going out. That's something that we really look forward to to doing. We get our kids involved, and we're just really big on the turkey thing. And and that makes it fun for calling them in. Oh, absolutely! That first gobble that you hear in the season it's i mean if you've never been i don't know if you've ever been turkey hunting nope it is the most fun thing ever when the you know it starts getting light sun starts coming up a little bit and you hear that first gobble it's just it's awesome it's a rush my first experience with wild turkeys was up in lupton michigan area we were we Mm -hmm. were deer hunting across a lake and we had to go over early in the morning when it was dark I got in there and I was looking for my stand and got lost. I had put the light up thumbtacks in thinking, oh, I'm so Uh smart. I'll follow the thumbtacks. Well, when I hit it with my flashlight, there was thumbtacks everywhere. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not the only one that thought of that. So it literally made it worse than, than not having them there. I said, well, you know, I know where the lake is. It was off to my right. I'm going to get near the water. I'll sit about 30 yards in from the water. I found a log and I sat down. It wasn't really near my blind, but I said, you know, I know there's deer track in here. I'll, just, I'll sit and see what happens. And if I get to my blind a little bit later, that's fine. Well, unbeknownst to myself, I was sitting under a turkey rookery. As the sun comes up, I hear, a, you know, a little gobble here. Then I hear another uh-huh. one. Well, I'm sitting on a log with my back up against this tree, and I haven't set a sound, made a sound since I walked in. As soon as that sun popped up, there must have been 15, 18 turkeys that literally landed within yards all around me. And the first, they scared the heck out of me. And I just sat there, and I'm watching. And, and then I scared them as soon as they realized I was sitting there. They all kind of trucked off through the woods real fast. But that was my first real encounter with wild turkeys, and it was it was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. 
That sounds like an amazing. Yeah, down in Texas, the Rios, I, I hunted on a piece of property for hogs that there was no turkey pressure at all. They, they never hunted them. So the birds didn't know to be afraid of people. And I was sitting in my blind and there had been a person that had used my blind that had been eating, um, oh, what are those seeds that the people chew on? Uh, sunflower? Su- sunflower seeds. Uh-huh. And he had dumped all the shell- shells outside the front window. Well, those turkey came right up to the window. They're picking through the shells, looking for something to eat, and they're sticking their head right in the blind window as I'm looking at them. I, I could have reached out and wrung one with my n- hands oh. if I wanted to. It oh, was really wow. neat to see turkeys. Uh, I, I've always wanted to hunt them. I've just never done it. Now, on top of the turkey and the whitetail, you and Scott and, and the rest of the crew have partnered up with a place here in Ubley, Michigan, not too far from me, called the Trophy Ranch. Yeah. So tell yeah. me a little bit about hunting out at the Trophy Ranch because I've actually never been out there before. So the Trophy Ranch is um, it's a really it's a really great place. It's owned by a really great couple of guys, and so they also have pheasant hunting. So it's um, they you can hunt different things there. They've got the hogs, they've got some fallow bucks, they've got the sika, they've got um, goodness, I, I can't even think of everything. But they they have a lot of different things that you can go there and, and hunt. Um, Scott and I um, have had the opportunity to hunt hogs there. And it's just a really fun place to go. And I happen to, yeah, I happen to get uh, two, two different hogs there. I, um, you, get, you can hunt um, wild boar there, or you can hunt also like the stoker hogs, which are the meat hogs, which are really great for eating. I actually just got back from there not too long ago, and I um, got a meat hog. Actually, Scott and I both got a couple of meat hogs. Yeah, you drilled them too, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. With our rage. Uh-huh. Yes. There was no missing that blood trail. Oh, no, not at all. Now, rages have never, ever let us down. For anybody listening, this is going to come out in about April of 2019. And EP Adventures is doing a group hunt out at Trophy Ranch the end of August, like Labor Day weekend, right? Yep, the 31st of August. So that 31st of August, uh, there's slots for eight people? Yep, there's slots for eight people. It's going to be a really fun time because it's going to be um, Team Scott against Team Gina. Eight people we've invited to come along. It's pretty much uh, the first eight that basically send in their deposits are the ones that can go. But it's going to be a lot of giveaways, a lot of fun, um, hunting. Um, they can stay there if they want to. We have the, the whole lodge. Um, they actually will have the whole lodge themselves. They're going to have a, um, a hog like roast, like a hog dinner. It's going to be a lot of fun because tons of giveaways and a lot of fun just meeting people that's what Scott and I love to do the most I think is just meeting people so have you got all eight slots filled yet we do not have all eight slots filled I'm not actually sure how many we have filled I know we have some left though for sure so anybody should go on to epadventures.com if they're interested go to the contact us link and shoot you a quick email either there on Facebook to see if there's open slots and how to get a deposit to you Exactly. Yeah, just go ahead and um, message us your address, and we can get the information out to you. And then there's it has all the information on there. One of our posts, actually, um, I think we kind of have it where it just keeps. You can see it every time you go on there. At this point, it's pretty much pinned to the top, so everyone can can get the details. But um, so they just have to message their address, and we can send out the, the information, the details, and the first eight that send in their deposit um, are the first eight that get to go. Well, my deposit went out yesterday. Yeah, I heard that. So there's a piece of video floating around out there that I want to bring up because it's got to be the coolest turkey kill shot that you guys have 
that anybody, as far as I'm concerned, is captured on film. Oh, yeah. Who shot the turkey and did the somersault? That was me. Yep, that was That's what me. I thought. And, uh, and that was that was a sweet, sweet hunt, sweet shot. I think when, when that happened, Scott and I both just looked at each other like, did you see that? Yeah, it was pretty cool. So where were you at, generally? Just Western Michigan? Yeah, so we were in Western Michigan. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of times when I, when I um, turkey hunt, I use a gun. And um, in that one, I used a gun. And I just happened to smoke it uh, just perfectly, and it did a total backflip. Yeah, for anybody listening, this this Tom comes in, and he was strutting. He stuck his head up. And w- what were you shooting, a 12-gauge? Gina, what'd you do? You leveled that shotgun at him, and, and that was all you that, wrote. Yep, that, that was it. You hit that bird, and it did a 360 in the air. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's really sweet. How long ago was that? Was that just a few years ago? That one was, I would say, maybe four years ago. That was probably about four years ago. And are you doing any calling, or who does the calling? So Scott mainly does the calling. I will call once in a while, but he, yeah, he mainly does the calling. He loves to do that, so it's kind of his thing. Well, what do you and Scott have coming up to do? So the next well, we've got the turkey hunting, obviously, um, this spring, but then we are going to um, Ritchie Falls in Ontario, uh, Canada, and we're going to do a bear hunt. We've got that coming up for the spring bear, which I'm really oh, looking no forward kidding. to. Yeah, yeah, pretty excited about that. Oh, I bet. So will this be your first bear hunt? This will be. Scott has bear hunted before. I have not. We did have one scheduled two, almost two years ago. Last minute, we had to cancel that one just due to I had um, a medical situation go on. So I had to cancel that one. And I was pretty, you know, I was pretty disappointed, but I'm really super excited to actually fulfill this because I, this is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. Oh yeah. I bet. So are you using your crossbow or are you going to use your bow? I'm going to use my regular bow. So with that headed up to Canada, and this is going to be your first bear hunt, I know from going once that bears don't see very well, but their smell is fantastic, which is great because you guys are partnered up with Scentlock Clothing, and they're right over there on the west side of the state by you as well. That is correct, yes. You'll be able to to really control your scent because with the bow, what do you like to shoot at, 20 yards, 30 yards? It's usually between 20 and 30 yards. Okay. That's usually what we're shooting at. So, yeah, you're going to be nice and close to the bears. So having that nice scent lock clothing will be great to keep some of your scent down and, and away from the animals. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I've heard a lot about, like I said, I've never been actually bear hunting, but Scott knows all about it, and I've heard a lot about it, and I know that they can smell amazing. So scent lock gear is going to really help us out with that. Um, it helps me out with, you know, on my other hunting, you know, with the deer. They also smell really well. So, yeah, it'll be perfect. So let's look at this. We've got just a heck of a setup. You're, you're shooting these fantastic Matthews bows, which is a new partnership. So congratulations. Thank you. You're using a great broadhead in Rage. And I know Rage has just got just diehard fanatics, of which it sounds like you and Scott and the rest of the EP Adventures staff are as well. So that's great to hear. Mm-hmm. You're backed up with Scentlock clothing, Carbon Express arrows. You're, you're using all top-notch stuff. So this black bear hunt, turkey season, the last few years, you guys have been releasing DVDs only. This year, you're going to be on TV? That is correct. Yep. Starting in April, we're going to be on TV. On TV. We're going to have our episodes weekly. And for anybody, now I know this podcast goes out around the world, but for anybody that's listening and wants to see the show, uh, you're going to be on lower, like the what, southwest Michigan, northern Indiana area? Yes, that is correct. 
Actually, Scott just uh, pulled in here. He's walking in the door right now. Uh, he was just checking the scrape, so he just got in. So I'm actually going to put you on speakerphone, and we can we can both chat. Oh, with cool! Him. That'd be great. Get both of you in there. Who's this? Jason. Oh, Yeah. What's up, Jason? Hey, how are you doing today? Good. What are you two up to? Oh, just shooting the breeze here, talking a little hunting, talking oh, a little Matthews, a little rage, all oh, the good stuff. Awesome. Hey, I just heard your episode last week about Jim Shockey. That was pretty sweet, man. I really enjoyed that. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. He's a very interesting guy to talk to. Very interesting guy to talk to. Yeah. A little nerve-wracking. Yeah, I bet. I bet. So, yeah, you guys are talking about rage, huh? Yeah, now, Gina was telling me that you were out. Now, I was under the impression, checking game cameras, I can understand, and putting them out all year, but Gina said you were freshening up scrapes. I didn't think you did scrapes until August, September. It used to be that way until we partnered with uh, Buck Fever Synthetic. And this product, all the products that they make are just unbelievable. And they are the funnest product to play with this time of year. And come hunting season, just the amount of bucks that come into these scrapes are ridiculous. So, yeah, we start, we run our scrapes all year long. Actually, we take a break in the wintertime. I mean, nobody wants to get out in the cold if, you know, it's not even worth freezing your butt off you know but we stay out of our areas you know in the cold winter months you know after january season's done but man as soon as spring rolls around our scrapes are getting activated they have a, a product which is their preseason synthetic grape maker is what we put in them it's a green bottle and it'll say preseason. and then there's the forehead gland and we use both of those right now and Come fall, we'll switch over from the preseason to the rut, which is going to be a red bottle. And what's happening, Jason, is you can set your trail cameras out. Like, we we got ours out right now. And um, I actually checked a few cards just before I got back here. But within three days, you're going to start having a very active scrape. And, you know, you're saying right now in the spring? Yep, absolutely. And the fun part about it is, is you're actually watching bucks working these preseason scrapes from buck feeder synthetic. And at the same time, you're watching the antler growth on these bucks. So, you know, give them a month. I'll probably go back in another month or so, four weeks, and I'll pull the SD cards out of the cameras again. And it's just fun to watch these antlers grow on these deer that are working your scrapes. And come rut, you're going to have those exact same bucks come to that scrape. But this time, they're going to be uh, smelling something they really want, and it's going to be the full red bottle that we'll be switching up to. But preseason, get it out right now. So you're actually not only patterning these deer, but you're watching the antler growth from nubs to whatever their full potential is. Yes, absolutely. You know, what's crazy about it is, you know, we have bucks that are, you know, putting their heads up in the licking branches as they have almost like they have a, a rack, a full rack. You know, I mean, they're they're working their heads back and forth. They don't even have antlers. That stuff is so brainwashing to these animals. It just drives them insane. And they will continue this pattern all the way through the hunt season. It's just absolutely phenomenal. I don't know what they have in it or what they got going on, but it works and we love using it. It's such a fun time using it because you can watch the antlers grow. And like I said, it, it trains them because come rut, your tree stand is going to be surrounded by bucks. Just nothing but grunting, thrashing. It's just awesome product to use. Oh, wild. See, I've got Troy uh, Kilborn on, coming yeah. up on the show. He'll be up on after Gina's episode. Oh, so nice. it should be interesting to get a, a more in-depth on that because I'm just not, I'm used to the scent killer, like what you spray on yourself, but I'm really not used to making mock scrapes and things of that nature. Yeah, you know, I mean, I wasn't, 
I wasn't a believer in it either. You know, I've never even thought about it. The first time I heard about it, I thought, what? It's June. You're making mock scrapes right now? And, you know, we started doing it. And it's like, holy cow, this is unbelievable. And, yep, we're hooked, man. We are buck, buck fever synthetic hooked. It's a riot. Well, that's fantastic. I, I'm excited to hear from him now. So tell us, Gina was saying you guys are now shooting for Matthews? Yes, we partnered with Matthews and um, Archery Unlimited as well is another new one, which uh, they're in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So they actually, when our boats uh, come in, they actually do all the maintenance and all the setup on them for us, which is so awesome because they are so knowledgeable on Matthews as well. And uh, Gina's going to be shooting uh, their Stoke, it's called. It's pretty much a, a woman's uh, version of uh, the Vertex. And then I will be shooting the tall guy version of that, um, which is called the traverse it's the exact same bow as the vertex but three inches longer which is you know i'm six foot four so that works a little bit better on keeping a steadier hold but we're super pumped with that so uh starting this turkey season we're gonna do some uh turkey extreme rage on the end of our arrows and then uh we're gonna let the matthews eat that should be interesting you're still gonna be able to shoot the carbon express what, what were you shooting the maxima reds that we talked about before Yep, we're actually uh, we're still going to be shooting the Maxima Reds just because we're we're huge believers in them. We just absolutely love them. Gino will be shooting uh, Maxima Red 250s, and I'll be shooting uh, the same Maxima Red 350s. And then uh, we'll have our we're going to shoot green nocturnals this year. So last year we shot strobe. We switch it up every year. This year we'll be shooting all green, and then we'll have the uh, Turkey Extreme Rage on the end. Again, I'm a novice at, at bow hunting. Everything I've shot was with crossbows. So on the bow, when you say 250 or 350, is that the weight of the arrow? Yeah, that's just the weight of the arrow, yep. And uh, pretty much, it, it all depends on how much poundage that you're pulling. You know, if you get over 60, 60, to 60 pounds and over, you, you want to start thinking 350. You know, anything under 50 pounds, 250s would work good. But and Do you put an insert in those then? No, no, it's just they're manufactured made, I mean, for different grains. With crossbows, I can up the poundage of the arrow by inserting a brass insert right. to give the front end more heft. Obviously, that's more important, as you said. When, if I've got a uh, crossbow that's flinging at 370 feet per second, 390, yeah. I want to put a little more heavy front end in that. It, it, I like to, I'd rather have a little bit of a heavier arrow, personally, and a little bit more of a slap when it hits the animal. Some guys want that just that complete fast pass through. Yeah, I like that too, but I'd rather have a little bit of if when you're shooting something that's flinging an arrow at 370, 380, 390, you can put a heavier arrow in there. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm actually on your team with that. I love I love weight. I mean, I think actually you're going to get more penetration by shooting heavier greenage than you are shooting speed. I mean, it's like driving a telephone pole, you know, through an animal. Just the, the bigger punch. It's like Mike Tyson punching someone. That's why I like shooting 350s. They actually make 450s as well. Okay, so that's so if somebody was shooting, like if you cranked Gina's bow up to 70 pounds and she was pulling at a weight of 70 pounds or you were pulling her to 70 pounds, you could go up to a 450 arrow just to increase the yeah. Uh, kinetic energy coming off that arrow? Yep. Okay. I could, yeah. yeah. I could shoot 450s right now with the poundage on that. Gina's going to be right around 250s, which shoots great for her. But if you like crossbow hunting, though, Carbon Express also has a killer lineup of crossbows. And they are just on a mission right now. They're cranking these things out like crazy and coming out with new ones constantly. But we have a, a bunch of Carbon Express crossbows. And if you like to do 
crossbow hunting. Why don't you come down the spring and hunt with Gene and I, and we'll set you up with uh, one of them. Sweet. I'd love to come over and go uh, turkey hunting. That'd be fantastic. Uh, after the show, we'll we'll work out the details. But, man, I really appreciate that. That's very, very generous. We actually got one that's pushing about three, shooting 390 right now, which is the, the Colbert Striant, which is awesome. Gina's going to put that to work. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm actually going to be shooting their uh, recurve one. It's called the Heritage. It just felt real smooth to me, and I like that. But we're going to try them all out and uh, just get some good reviews on them and, and see what we like. But we would love for you to come down, and we can put one in your hands for sure. Yeah, I actually looked at one of those. I was I was in the sporting goods store over on this side of the state and looking at different broadheads today. I'm a broadhead junkie. Yeah. I picked up a pack of... Um, well, they're a company called Rocky Mountain. Well, you know who Rocky Mountain oh, is. Oh, absolutely. And I picked up their Warhead, which was their original broadhead. But I did see, and the reason I was, what had me thinking heavy lines, and I, I don't mean to cut Gina out of this. Can you hear me, Gina? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I saw that Carbon Express has a crossbow called a pile driver. They also make a whole, which leads me to believe that anything in that 380, 390, uh, feet per second they make a 150 grain yep. broadhead for that called the uh pile driver broadhead oh yeah and it's a simple two blade and i've got to believe that that thing will that thing will do some damage oh yeah that thing will destroy some shoulders for sure absolutely well yeah they... i actually think it's too much for turkey yeah at turkey you really don't want to pass through them that's why we use the uh, rage uh, extreme and actually uh april 13th coming up here from 1 to 3 p.m. Is it 1 to 3 p.m.? Yeah, 1 to 3. Okay, 1 to 3, Gene and I will be at Cabela's in uh, Grand Rapids, and we'll be doing a meet-and-greet in oh, Greenville, Greenville, Michigan. We're going to do a meet-and-greet discussing the Rage Turkey Extreme. So what's cool, oh, cool. what's cool about this Turkey Extreme Rage is it's set up just like any other Extreme uh, Rage that's made, but there's actually hooks on the front of this broadhead that's going to slow down your penetration when you do hit it, you're still going to get devastating penetration, but it's just going to grip onto that turkey and just twist the heck out of his insides. And we cannot wait to get after it this spring with these broadheads. If you get a chance, just Google Rage Broadheads Turkey X Stream because it's just devastating. Yeah, I'm looking at a pack, and it it is where all the other broadheads make sure to keep everything pointing in the same direction. Yep. Uh, these have got those two barbs that stick out. Yeah, I, I can't see where you'd want a arrow that hits and stays in that turkey to keep them from flying away. Absolutely. And this definitely looks like it would do it. Yeah, for sure. And highly recommend any bow hunters getting into uh, turkey hunting this year. Make sure, uh, you know, you Google kill zones on a turkey. You know, a lot of people don't realize how small kill zone is on a turkey and how much feathers are in the way, either up high or down low. But learn your target for sure before you get full draw on one. Interesting. Yeah, that's one thing I've been watching a ton of. I've got a hunt booked in Ohio. I saw that live video you guys did with uh, Deep Woods Projects. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And I booked a turkey hunt in Ohio, so that'll give me the start of my 49-bird chase. Oh, my gosh. Good for you. Well, you could end up with 51 because uh, in Ohio you can shoot two. Well, yeah, just I'll take. I'll be happy if I can get one from each state. I'll consider that a bonus. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, I hear you. 
the hard one, the one that threw me is I'm thinking they got turkeys in Alaska and come to find out there's no, there's turkeys in Hawaii. Oh, I never knew that. They took turkeys from Texas and let them loose in Hawaii, and they've done well. So you learn something new every day from going to the National Wild Turkey Federation's website. Or listening to Outdoor Adventures with Jason. Or that, too. <laughs> yeah, too. How, how long have you hunted with crossbows, Gina? Has it been been a while? Eight years, maybe? Uh, it's been about seven years. Seven years? Seven years. She's taken her fair share of... She, you took... A few white tails. She's taken a few white tails with her bow. I would say majority is her crossbow, though. She is uh, one thing hunting with Gina, Jason, is I never get nervous because when I see an animal coming, closing the distance on us, I automatically know it's dead. I mean, she, her nickname, <laughs> we call her the Ripper. I mean, she just, just rips animals to shreds. It's just no matter the distance, too, which is really impressive. Is, Gina has a uh, really good knack of knowing where to hold her pins and drop those arrows in or bolts in. And just, it's incredible to watch her do her thing. You know, Gina and I were speaking earlier, and she told me that she really hadn't been bow hunting all that long. And I was like, I'm kind of jealous because I watch you on some of the videos from, you know, yeah. the EP Adventures line of DVDs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're like a natural. Yeah. You picked up on that thing and just were whacking stuff with the bow left and right. Yeah. It's just unbelievable how fast she just turned into a, just a, a complete killer. It's, it was really fun to watch her progress. I mean, it was just, I don't even know how to explain it other than if you watch it, you'll see it yourself. But she just turned into a complete animal out there with a bow in your own hand. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to it. I, I honestly want to shoot my my Matthews a lot this, this season. Yeah, we're gonna, you know, I like to get Gina involved too with Mike Hausman, um, our staff member. He does a lot of 3d tournaments and he does a lot of competition shooting. He's won a few gold medals in the state games. And I think Gina would uh, be a really good uh, partner with Mike Hausman this summer. So we're going to work on getting some footage and a couple of stories about that going as well. Oh, cool. Well, you'll have to keep me up to date. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to try that as well, but with that, with my crossbow. Oh, very cool. Very cool. That's cool. Well, first thing that's playing is getting you down here this spring, and I think we can get him on a bird, don't you? Oh, heck yeah. So we'll get you, <laughs> we'll definitely put you on a bird, and we'll put a Carbon Express in your hand and let you run a bolt through one. It'd be fun. I'm excited to try it. Now, I shoot a different brand. I have two crossbows, different brands completely. I love them, but... Uh, I've had kind of an epiphany here this last little bit with the with the show, and I was looking at stuff, and I every crossbow you look at is eleven, twelve, thirteen hundred dollars. I know it. You know, nine hundred bucks is eight hundred bucks is a cheap end crossbow. Uh, and when I say cheap, I but then I started looking at some of these Carbon Express and a couple other brands that are in the entry level. Which are, let's say, five hundred dollars and under. Yeah, five fifty and under. Yeah, it's and incredible. I've never shot a two thousand dollar crossbow. I can't imagine that they're what the difference is from a five hundred to a two thousand dollar if they're both flinging the arrows at three hundred and eighty feet per second. So, I, I'm kind of looking at this going. I think I'm going to start to do some testing on these these value based broad or bows. Yeah. And Carbon Express has just got a phenomenal line that falls in that, as do a couple other companies. So I'm really excited to try 
to try it. I might, I might shoot it once and say, okay, I've gone as far as I'm going. Well, you know, you made a great point too, because, you know, Carbon Express isn't, they're a great company. They know what they're doing and, you know, getting bows in every blue collar's hands is what they're doing. And people are loving these bows. They are incredible. You don't have to spend a fortune to get one. Anyone can get one and go to these reviews. If you go, you're talking about those $2,000 bows, check out the reviews compared to the Carbon Express crossbows because those reviews that those bows are getting right now are just unbelievable, just fabulous reviews. And when we shot these bows at Archery Unlimited a few weeks ago, I just was, I was seeing all those reviews in my head and I'm thinking, yup, those people were exactly right. Just fabulous reviews and, you know, five-star bows. You know, Carbon Express is just a five-star company altogether. Yeah, they had a, just a number of really, from the crossbow, and I saw you guys having your kids shooting, too. Absolutely. And they have a number of ones that were very good, you know, in the lower poundage weight that wouldn't be good for hunting, but that are perfect for teaching kids how to shoot on. Yep. All the way up to stuff that's darn near at 400 feet per second, which to me is a I mean, when you're talking the snap of a finger and that arrow's the distance of a football field or further, right? Exactly. That's unreal. Yes, absolutely. You're going to love them. You absolutely are going to love them. Well, I appreciate this, and you know, I know you guys have the kids and and a full household and all that fun stuff that goes along with it to get done. So yeah, I got mud Gina. Oh uh, uh, yeah, well, you know, I, Gina can help you with that and get those <laughs> and tell you how to clean those. <laughs> Looks and, uh, pointing at my jeans like don't scoot any further back she's on the couch right now <laughs> but. well i appreciate gina first and foremost i appreciate your time it was fantastic to get to catch up a little bit with you and get to know you more because again i see you on the camera but you know your your other half tends to take up most of the time yeah. and uh <laughs> so it's it's really good to catch up with you yeah. And I wish you and your friend Tasha a lot of luck on turkey hunting this year. Oh, thank you. We're you so guys, excited. Yeah, you knocked them down a, a twofer last year, yeah. so a twofer this year, a little gobble-gobble. Mm-hmm. And then you got this coming up, and I'm excited to come over and turkey hunt with you guys. And then I'll be hog hunting with you awesome. this summer as well. Looking forward to that. You know, one thing, too, about um, this turkey season before we you let us go, that is, um, Gina is actually going for her seventh or eighth uh, we'll have to look at facebook seventh, yeah seventh or eighth. anyways she's going for her seventh or eighth consecutive opening morning um turkey kill and op- the the eve of opening morning we always have a facebook contest and what you have to do is guess what time gina will take her opening day bird and the closest uh time guess to the minute uh will win wh- whichever prize we decided this year but it's a lot of fun yeah. and people look forward to it every year and knock on wood this she has kept the streak alive for i want to say this is going to be the eighth year but we'll have to check last year and see but what time will gina shoot her opening day bird yeah it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty cool to see what people guess yeah so yeah, well, I'm assuming you're in there oh, before yeah, daybreak. Yeah. We, for Turkey, we're opening morning. Um, we've got a pretty, we call it our root spot, and um, we get in we get in a good hour before daylight for sure just to get the decoy set up quiet and get everything calmed down 
and uh, we'll throw out a couple of deer grunts and a couple of doe bleats, you know, just to let, let all the turkeys know everything's fine. If they did hear something, it was most likely a deer. But uh, as soon as that sun comes up, boy, it's uh, it's time time to get to work. Oh, interesting. So for everybody listening, April 13th, you're going to be at Cabela's yep, in Granville? And we're also going to be giving away one to three. Yep, we're going to be giving away uh, one shooter bought 3D target turkey target as well. Oh, so there you go. I might have to drive yep, over for that. And yeah, those are cool targets. Anybody can find you guys on Facebook at EP Adventures, and on the show notes here, I'll have a link to it, as well as your Instagram page. And uh, you guys have got. We'll have the um, the call letters for the television station that you're going to be on so anybody in the southeast michigan area that's listening they can just look at that and know what television yep, station absolutely. you're going to be on yep that's a great idea well fantastic uh, again i appreciate everything i appreciate the turkey hunt offer i look forward to it you guys are you guys are fantastic to, to have partnered up with so i love catching up with you and hearing awesome. what you guys are doing always a pleasure talking to you jay and being on your show we're uh, big fans of outdoor adventures with jason and I look forward to the next interview. Maybe you guys can give me a little heads up next time. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that. Well, you guys have a great right, afternoon. Later. All right. Bye. Come early spring, it's getting green. Fisher on the bed. And hear those turkeys gobble. It's raining in my head. The winter rise bass boat, here comes another year. Yeah, we command the outdoors around here. Oh, we command the outdoors. Yeah, we command the outdoors. Come summertime, we're feeling fine, fishing on the lake, flipping jigs and Carolina rigs, from early morning till real late. Bonfires on the creek bank, kick back a couple beers, yeah we command the outdoors around here, yeah we command the outdoors. Yeah, we command the outdoors. Next year's does until you know winter's on the way. Brushing blinds and deer stands. The fever starts to creep. Fill our freezers full of ducks, lots of tender deer. Yeah, we command the outdoors around here. Yeah, we command the outdoors. Yeah, we command the outdoors. So grab your guns, shells, boys. Put on your camouflage. Cause we command the outdoors around here We command the outdoors